Hello, welcome back to another video from the home of the 42 hour difference, uh, JE Instruction. Um, got a new guest today, um, Jonathan Devlin. Uh, man, I want to let him introduce himself, kind of tell you some of his bona fides and uh, where I dug him up from. <laughs> uh, so my name is Jonathan Devlin, and that's where I, Alex actually got the JE for JE, JE Instruction, because my name is Jonathan Edward Devlin. You wish. <laughs> so, uh, um, so yeah, I'm, a, I'm an insurance agent. I'm actually employed uh, for an insurance company. I sell life insurance and uh, some you know, health policies, cancer, or, uh, accidental death, things like that. Oh, and uh, I guess you know today we're going to be talking about introverts in, in insurance because I'm an introvert, and that's really tough for me. And, uh, so, so we've got to Alex. For, for those of you that don't like using 50 cent words because we're not taking the SAT, he means shy people. People that <laughs> you might be a great human, but you just don't particularly like talking to people. They kind of, you know, they scare you, they get on your nerves for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, Jonathan is definitely more on that end of the spectrum than, than I am. Um, I don't meet strangers, that's just a friend who I haven't spoken to before. Right. You could put Alex into like a room with no one in there, and within five minutes, <laughs> he'd be having a conversation with the wall, and the wall would actually be talking back. So. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> We're all gifted differently. <laughs> um, but no, that's um, that, that's one of the first uh, kind of questions, comments I get back anytime I mention insurance is, well, I'm not a salesman or, you know, I really don't like people, you know, th those types of things. So I was really curious to see how you, and I, and I know for a fact that you're, you're pretty reserved, you're pretty shy, mm -hmm. um, how you're able to go into a career like insurance where talking is the thing. Um, yeah, that's very interesting. I, I, you know, I'm gonna say just even a couple years ago, I wouldn't have, wouldn't see myself, wouldn't have seen myself here. Um, and really, I mean, the way it got started is I had a friend that went, went to work for an insurance company and we, 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 well, we had, we were both working the same company and he left uh, after some changes happened and it wasn't necessarily a good place to work anymore. And he went to work for an insurance company and um, it was great and it was wonderful. And he told me all about it. And so I, I started looking, I'm like, oh, well, you know, there are companies like that there. And, um, you know, I started looking and a lot of, most of the insurance companies, you know, seem to be that way. So, but still I wouldn't really take the jump. Um, you know, I was looking for jobs and I found lots of, lots of insurance jobs. And actually I had a, a, a manager trainee that I was training and he was a great salesperson, and, you know, and I was going to him and he was, he was very unhappy, uh, you know, with the job as well. So I was like, you know, well, look, I mean, these insurance jobs, this much, you know, this and that, and you're a great salesperson. He, he just wouldn't do it. He just didn't want to. And, uh, you know, finally it got to the point where I just had to leave there. I mean, even without having another job, I had enough to, to carry me over a few months. So, uh. Uh, you know, and that, at that point, I just had to find a job, right? And uh, I did want to work for an insurance company, but I wanted to be like an adjuster or something, you know? And, uh, uh, you know, one where I, I did work with people a little bit and felt like I could help people, but at the same time, had a lot of a heads down time or time not dealing with people. Uh, but that wasn't happening. Uh, so, you know, I applied for a sales job to get my, uh, Get my foot in the door with an insurance company, pretty much. So um, now, now, if I remember that that process you're talking about, that was right before COVID really kind of shut the world down, right? Well, it was actually 
right after. Right after I mean, okay. I mean, the the unhappiness with the other jobs started. Well, it started during COVID because it went. You know, the, the company I was working for went from helping people and and, and doing good things to uh, just taking advantage of people. So then I had to go. Uh, and then that's why I chose insurance because I did want to do something where I felt like I was helping people. Even though, you know, I don't like talking to people and being around people, I didn't want to help them. So, yes, it's very odd. But uh, so, um, you know, so fast forward to here we are, where we are today. Um, you know, I, I talk to people eight hours a day. You know, I answer, answer 30, 30 plus calls a day uh, talking to people. And, and, and a lot of the conversations I have aren't great. Uh, you know, well, I work on what's called the warm lead team. So they send us, you know, supposed warm leads, which really they're not warm. They didn't even want to talk to us. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, you know, and those are even harder, obviously, for an introvert than the person that calls and says, hey, you know, I want to talk to you. Um, well, just real quick. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar, uh, when he says a warm lead, uh, that's someone that is aware that they probably need your service and they filled out some general form online, um, you know, like cheapinsurance.com or something like that. They collect your information. Uh, this would be one of the people that's going to end up with that information. So that's what he means by one lead. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, it's more often than not, you know, they did, it's not, and sometimes we do get the ones that fill, filled out something at whateverinsurance.com, but most of the time it's someone who filled out something for a gift certificate or a survey and, and clicked the fine print button that said, we can call you. Uh, so, uh, you know, that that's, and, and so as being a, an introvert, so it's exhausting me talking to people all day. I mean, it, it honestly is. It's, it's very exhausting. Uh, and, and especially with some of these conversations we have to have with some of these people who didn't want to talk to us in the first place and, and try and, you know, convince them to even stay on the phone with me. So, yes, it is exhausting as an introvert. But the thing is, you know, you know, I've worked in, 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 in meals. I've worked in restaurants. You know, we live here in, in Alex and I live here in Dalton, Georgia, which is the carpet capital world, carpet mills everywhere. Um, you know, well, now we got a new moniker. I mean, we're soccer town. Soccer town, you say, which, you know, I played soccer. That was a lot more fun than working in the mill, but. <laughs> I've, I've watched soccer. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, but I've done that kind of work. I've done manual labor. I've done restaurants. I've, done, I've worked in a mill. Uh, you know, I've done car sales. And even though this does exhaust me, it's still not exhausting as those jobs were for me. Uh, so, you know, it, so honestly, it's more of a, you know, just getting over that fear, uh, and, you know, and, and it's funny because I've always had, I've always had jobs where I had to deal with the public and there was some aspect of sales to it. I never had a sales job, but, uh, you know, like even the job before this, I was a manager. I was actually a sales manager and I never actually had a sales job. And uh, I was great at teaching people to sell, but you know, just hated doing it myself. Uh, but you know, you know, it's it, it's like I said, it's exhausting, but it's not like those other jobs. Uh, also, I do get a certain amount of satisfaction from it because you know, every once in a while, you get that call from that person who uh, you know didn't think they could ever get a life insurance. You know, they have this condition and that condition or they're this age and, and they, did, they just thought there were no options for them out there and uh you know when you can uh 
actually give them an option uh, and give them an option that's you know affordable for them and everything like that and get them covered you know that that kind of makes it worth it you know so yeah I mean, that's uh whether you're talking about the younger generation or even our generation you know we're, we're both middle 40s now mm-hmm. um, you know whatever you want to call it I mean it, your job has to matter for something you know right. you want to feel good about what you're doing um, so I'm going to ask you because I've also been in sales positions in other industries uh, for a short time when you're able to help somebody that's in a situation like you just described or you know even on the other side of it when you know it's time for them to cash in on a life policy mm-hmm. the ability to be there and at least be some shining light of something good or you know a new possibility or you know uh, that's that's a feeling that I, honestly I wish you could just bottle and take it oh, with yeah. you. Yeah, I mean you you probably know more than anybody. I don't show a whole lot of emotion except for anger maybe. But uh, yeah. I'll be honest with you, sometimes I tear up at those those calls. You know, so yeah, I mean that's you know, yeah we're both we're both men and I've uh, <laughs> I've the the one that still tugs on my heartstrings. It was not a life situation. It was a it was a home fire situation. And, you know, the entire family just standing on the side of the road. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't care how hard your heart is. Uh, that, that'll, that'll make you stop and take notice. Yeah. What, what we do matters. What we do has an impact on people's lives. And typically, they don't realize how big it is. And we don't realize as an agent how big it is sometimes until they're in the middle of a catastrophe. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's nice to kind of get these reminders from somebody that... He's self-professed, and I'm telling you, I've, I've known the guy for a while. Like, he really is shy. Um, you know, yeah. so this is about the most conversation you're ever going to get out of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, no, you said getting over the fear. I, I, we kind of discussed what we are going to talk about beforehand. I didn't throw this at him. I'm just going to ask him here live. Okay. You said getting over the fear, okay? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the fact that you're not looking across the table and seeing face-to-face, that you're more in a phone setting, does that help? Honestly, no. Um, In a face-to-face setting, you know, when I've done in a face-to-face setting, I actually prefer that. Um, you know, because you can you can get those nonverbal cues. Or on the phone, I, I I feel it's actually more difficult. You know, if I'm sitting here looking at someone, a lot of times there are certain mannerisms that you know, because you know that whole buyers are liars thing, right? Uh, if you're sitting there looking at them, a lot of times you can, you know, you can kind of see, you know, what what they're uh, what they're thinking or how they're acting. Where on the phone you can't, so it's you know, you have no. No nonverbal cues there. Uh, as far as the fear, for me, it's it's kind of the same because I mean, like I said, I've always been in a, a role where I had to deal with people, so it's kind of like, you know, I do have this switch I can turn on when I have to. Uh, so you know, it's like, yeah, I'm sitting here in my office by myself, analyzing this or that, and then hey, you know, we need you for this sale, and it's like, flip on the switch. Uh, now I have a personality, and then after I get done that sale, that switch goes off and the personality goes away. So, <laughs> I guess that's the best way to describe it. 
I, I mean, honestly, you just described being a dish jockey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're on our personality for three, four hours a day, and then they right. go back to just being normal people. Yeah. I mean, it does. So basically, to, I mean, it, to be an introvert and be successful in something like this, you know, you do have to be, uh, I guess, a little bit of an actor. You know, you have to be able to do that. And like I said, it is exhausting. At the end of the day, I'm exhausted, which you think I'm sitting in a chair or standing, uh, you know, because I stand part of the day just because <laughs> sitting at my age, sitting all day hurts. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, like I said, it's a lot less ex exhausting. It's mentally exhausting, not physically exhausting, which, you know, when it, comes to the two mental I take mentally any day you know I can take a nap and get over that where it's physical it hurts the next day so uh, yeah so you know anyone who's afraid afraid to do it because they're an introvert or or not even afraid but just don't want to or just ha have that anxiety you know what and once you get into it I'll tell you what my first day on the phone um, the first call was you know, I was gonna die, it was nerve wracking, I didn't know. You know, by the time I got about the fifth call uh, in the day, you know, it was okay, you know, kind of routine. And even now, I've been doing this for a year now, first call of the day is always kind of rough. Uh, you know, even if it's a good call, it's, it, it's rough. If it's a bad call, then it may take a couple more calls to really get in the groove. If it's a good call, then, then maybe it'll get me in the groove and, and get me going for the rest of the day. Um, but, you know, every day, I, you know, I still have to have that. And, you know, like I said, I just, I did it to get my foot in the door. So, you know, even if you're interested in, in, a, in a certain type of career with an insurance company and it's just not feasible for you at the moment, you can always get your door in a company and sell, or get your foot in the door in a company with sales. I mean, everyone's always hiring salespeople, so, and that's, yes. you know, for me, it's a means to an end. It's, you know, I don't plan to be here 10 years from now selling, but uh, it got me in the door, so, so now maybe I can, or now I can start looking for those uh, more heads down opportunities where I'm not having to deal with people. So, you know. Well, I mean, personally, you know, I, I applaud you for challenging your own fears. And, you know, we all have things that we're, we're just naturally gifted at and things that we struggle at. Um, you know, anytime somebody is willing to challenge what they're not good at or what they are just afraid of, um, you, you become a better person because of it. So, you know, whatever you decide to do in the future, uh, to whatever small degree, uh, the sales aspect from insurance is gonna go with you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because it's, it's the one industry that you know, I say this a lot. If you're bored, you ain't doing it right. <laughs> Insurance is so much more than what we probably have been led to believe or even what we saw. Oh, yeah. It's not just some guy sitting at a desk because, you know, the situation he's describing, he's sitting at a desk, but it's not a desk with another human being coming in the door sitting across from him. Right. You know, he's in a very different environment trying to accomplish the same thing. So. And every customer is different, too. Oh, they, have, they have different goals, so they need different... You know they need different products you know so our job is i mean our job as insurance agents whether it be life or property and casualty is determining what these people need and helping them uh you know find the best way to get it yeah i mean i mean i always kind of say this i mean an insurance agent is supposed to be an advisor you know mm -hmm. sales is a part of it absolutely but we're supposed to be advisors you're supposed to give them the best possible advice you know it's not just you wrecking a sale 
I mean, ultimately you want to sell it, but you want to make sure that you're doing something with some integrity right. that, that you can be proud of. Uh, you know, because if, if they have a claim to find out what the definition of comprehensive or collision coverage is, that's a tough conversation. That's what, I mean, it's the wrong time to be having. So, um, one, thank you for coming out of your shell a little bit and stepping <laughs> over here. Uh, you want to say anything in closing? Uh, no, just, I mean, well, you know, if it's, if it's something, if insurance is something you're thinking about, but you are kind of introverted and have some anxiety or, or fears about it, I mean, you know, get over it. I mean, it's, it's like me, you know, you don't have to be an independent where you're completely out there and, you know, you can actually go get a job as an employee of a company and, uh, you know, and have some security there while you're learning. Uh, you know, and obviously most of them have great training programs because they want you to be able to sell, right? So, uh, you know, there, there are options there for everyone, uh, even, even us introverts. Absolutely. So, uh, as always, uh, hit us with your questions and comments. Otherwise, we don't know. If you want to hear more from Jonathan, I'll see if I can coax him to come back and <laughs> step on again. Uh, but if always, hit the subscribe button. Uh, appreciate the comments and the attention. Thanks.